0: suppression on target that's why i see him in the shot shot or no shot with cap and Jay Hood on espn 1000 and the espn chicago app that's
1: why i see him in the shot good
0: morning and welcome in to the cap and Jay Hood morning show on espn 1000 and we're streaming on the espn chicago app with david kaplan jonathan hood with you now time for shot or no shot it's brought to you by That'd be the ES- fine folks over at ESPN. <laughs> <Bet>. You're unbelievable. <laughs> ESPN Bet.
2: New users get hundred dollars in free bets. Uh-huh. Sign up, log on, and win at ESPN Bet. And by the way, just letting you know. Hey, Danny, boss man. The UIC baseball season opens today. They're in Corpus Christi, Texas. They're going to go to one and zero because they're playing Kansas.
0: Layup. They
2: will beat the Jayhawks' ass <laughs> oh, today. <God. laughs> Damn.
0: A three o'clocker. I will. I will not be there. By the way, I'm just going to just let you know. I won't be traveling. Correct. To Corpus Christi for that. But taking on uh, rock chalk Jayhawk. Rock chalk
2: Jayhawk. Go UIC. <laughs>
0: here's charlie bevins charlie good morning boys how we doing
3: i guess we're watching a little flames baseball later taking on the jayhawks
0: <laughs> that's just ridiculous <laughs> cap what just you got ca- going on on friday night <laughs> cap is just taking taking a, a flamethrower to danny because of the text chain right here back and forth yeah a little just, ridiculous just going back and forth with it. it was just unbelievable Charlie, we're going to have a good weekend, and we're going to talk a little bit later on about how we're going to be able to handle this weekend without football. Uh, That's going to be difficult for many people. It's going to be like, you know, hey, man, can I get a football? It's like itchy, like scratching. It's going to be itchy, Larry. People are just going to be like, what do we do without football? It's
3: going to be just not cold enough to maybe go to the driving range, but even that, I'm just going to be... (laughs) Yeah. I'm just not going to be super thrilled with not having any football on. I, it, it's such a weird adjustment every year. No college, surprise, no surprise.
0: pro. They're, they're, you got out of here, Smokey. He doesn't care about football.
3: Yeah. Th- things have to be going really crazy for me to be like, all right, I got, uh, got the Genesis invitational on I'm locked yeah. in until four o'clock. I'll be watching.
0: I mean, you got to figure it out, man. So, all right, let's take a look at this edition of Shot or No Shot.
3: All right, boys, the Bears said goodbye to two longtime veterans as we talked about this morning, Cody Whitehair and Eddie Jackson. That the move saves them around twenty-one and a half million. It also just so happens that the league's highest-paid corner, Jair Alexander, makes twenty-one million. So, mm. shot or no shot, a Jalen Johnson extension is now imminent.
2: Uh, I'm not going to say imminent, but it will get done, mm. as Paul said. He's going nowhere. He'll be back. He's young. He's vibrant. He's good in a room, and he's a hell of a football player. He'll be here. You believe so? Yes.
0: So that is a shot. But to $21 million, though, again, you already have a savings here with Jackson and White here. You're good paying him that, Alexander? I'm just asking, the money. You mean Johnson? Johnson.
2: Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm good with paying. Whatever I got to pay, I got to pay. As long as it's market value. If he wants 30000000 Bye buh-bye. Mm-hmm. But I think that's what's going to happen. He'll get a, It'll get done.
3: All right, Charlie. All right, even though he is now a cap casualty, we'll always have that 2018 season for Eddie Jackson. Oh, and by the way, uh, I looked at this uh, Pro Bowl picture mm-hmm. from 2018. Talk about a poorly aged picture. It's Mitch Trubisky, Charles Leonard Jr., Akeem Hicks, Tariq <laughs> Cohen, Kyle Fuller, and Eddie Jackson.
2: Wow. Think about that. What Look a there. year that was. Shh. Man. Maybe Nagy wasn't so bad.
0: <laughs> Anyways. Uh, dude, he took that team to 12 wins with that roster. Of, with that quarterback. A lot of smoke and mirrors to get there, though, offensively. Like, like our caller, Slea. who yep. was
2: the guy that just called? We told him to call back. James from the south James side. James from the south side. Go pull up the numbers of Mitchell Trubisky as a bear against Justin Fields. Neither one had great rosters. Right. Mitch had that one year of the defense. Mitch's quarterback numbers, way better than Justin's. I'm just telling you. Charlie? So, Take even that. though he was on the
3: team for six years, uh, he emerges a locker room leader. Again, we talked about that 2018 team. We sort of assigned letter grades at the start of the show, but shot or no shot, Eddie Jackson is definitively
2: Ryan Pace's draft, best draft pick. Mm-hmm. Eddie Jackson, best draft pick? That's a shot. Absolutely a shot. Mooney, a good pick. Yep. Whitehair, a really good pick. I'd have to go back and look. Um It kind of comes Kevin down to Jenkins, him and Jalen Johnson, really good right? pick. Jalen Johnson, really good pick. Jalen has to keep producing. Eddie Jackson's in that discussion for sure.
0: Think about it. Okay. So we know the bust all right, We know it's, it starts with Kevin White being the worst with the, the first round uh, number seven pick. Mm-hmm. Okay. Eddie Goldman. Big Eddie oh. Goldman guy over here. Ronis Grasso. Jeremy Lankford. Adrian Amos. Who's still Is he still in the lead cap, Amos? The safety? Adrian Amos,
2: I believe, is still,
0: still in the, on the roster. List. I want to isn't say they?
2: he was on the Jets last year. I think he was.
0: Leonard Floyd did not work out here. Okay. Cody White here. We just talked about Jonathan Bullard from Florida. Um, remember remember uh, Nick Kwiatkowski? Adrian's on the Texans. Okay. Remember Kwiatkowski? Yep. I thought he was going to be really good, man. I was wrong. And he went to Vegas. Fourth round pick. I thought he was going to be a, the man. I yep. enjoyed him. Mm-hmm. Um, you scroll down, man, and you look at these. I mean, I think that that is a shot. You think about everyone else. Eddie Jackson, Roquan Smith.
2: That's outstanding.
3: Do, pick.
0: Does he count
3: though? Because his best years were away from the Bears. I don't know that he made an All-Pro team when he was here. Did he? I think it was just the Ravens.
0: Ah, uh, David Montgomery on that in that team photo, who I liked a
2: lot. Another excellent pick.
0: Third rounder. You need to look up, look it up, Carm. I'm not sure what year that was. Look it up. <laughs> Guys, was, was it seventeen? Was it eighteen? Was it seventeen? Was it eighteen? I don't know. Look it up, guys. Look it up. Back out. I, I remember. So I remember every,
3: <laughs> I remember everything in my life based on what apartment I was living in at that time. And the apartment I was living in when that draft happened was my 2018 apartment. That's how I remember he was drafted in 18.
0: And that and that helps to show how. I answered the when he was drafted. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, so 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 as as Charlie mentioned, it's either Jalen Johnson or Eddie Jackson. But but Roquan. but Roquan though. Come
3: on, man. It's hard for me to count a guy who's not on the team anymore. Well, that's not well, pace
2: he, fault. he was gone. I mean Roquan's only twenty six years of age. he will be twenty seven April eighth.
0: So that's a so that's a no shot then that I'm going with. Uh, there's still more which for to give with Jalen Johnson. We saw we've seen some great flashes and some great plays, right? But there's going to be more from Jalen Johnson, I'm sure. Okay, Roquan made All-Pro in 2020 and 2021.
2: So those were both pace years. That was the last year of pace.
0: So that's, that's the answer is no shot then.
2: He went to the Pro Bowl twice, 22 and 23. Those are with polls.
0: He made All-Rookie Team in 2018. So. Jay, Jay Moore, you've got the – Jay Moore's got the massive Square Garden mic, by the way. He pulls it from the ceiling. Mm-hmm. It, brings it, it brings it down. It's they like, lower it down. <laughs> yes. Ladies and gentlemen, go ahead. What were you saying? No, now, I was – Yeah, because he did lead the uh, team in tackles a couple years. That's a no shot then. Yeah. And that's, a, that's not a shot at Eddie Jackson. I'm just saying that impactful plays. I think Roquan Smith's right there. I think Johnson's right there. Agreed. Those – like, he has a handful. Tevin
2: Jenkins, yes. Cody Whitehair, Eddie Jackson, Roquan Smith, like Montgomery, Montgomery, yeah. and Jalen Johnson. Those are his six best, I think. Cole Komet. That's a good one, too. Seven. Roquan Smith did become
3: Javon Dexter Sr. and Noah Sewell, if that counts for anything. Yeah,
2: yeah. But those are seven really good draft picks. Unfortunately, four top tens and
0: no one's still here. Is why he works in Atlanta now. Honorable mention to Khalil Herbert because that was six round pick and he's still here, still here from the 2021 draft. There you go. He's on the roster. Mm-hmm. All right, Charlie.
3: All right. Rob Manfred announced that he will step down after the 2028 Thank season. Goodness. In the same press conference, he also hinted at a desire for a free agent signing period. This would make baseball free agency more of an entertainment product like the NBA and the NFL has and would prevent prevent situations like the Boris 4 that we have. Shot or no shot, baseball needs a free agency signing period.
0: That's a shot. Well, Don't talk about it. Just do it. Right, Charlie? Like, it's a nice concept, but I mean, again, you want to catch up with the other teams. You will never catch the NFL, but why can't you be able to be along the same lines of the NBA? Kevin, I just talked about it the other day. As far as the NBA is concerned, if you're not into the regular season like I am, if you're not into the playoffs like I am, people are so into the free agency and the conjecture of the free agency and the draft. People are into like uh, the freedom of movement in the NBA. Where all of a sudden you have a star, and all of a sudden he ends up at another team because he forces his way out. Mm-hmm. People are into that. So, so don't talk about it, Manfred. Just do it—a free agency period that everyone can be a part of and feel like, hey, man, I'm really feeling this for my team. Yeah, that's what makes the NFL go round and round. As soon as eleven fifty nine fifty nine hits and it's free agency period, bam, all the speculation starts. Yeah. But that, that put a smile on my face when I saw that yesterday, Cap. No more Manfred. He's calling his own shot. 29, you said, right? Yes. Thank God. Done. Out. Theo, rolling in. So that's what I was going to ask. That was my next question. Is, that, is, is Theo marking that date? I don't know. I mean, he's involved in ownership now. He's made more money than he's ever going to
2: need. So it's not about the money.
0: So five years with this Boston sports group that, mm-hmm. you were, that you were, we were talking about the other day. Mm-hmm. Five years of that, and then right into the commissioner's chair. Yeah. Perfect. That's, that, seems, that seems feasible to me. Let's do it. New ideas, fresh ideas from Epstein as the, the commissioner. I have no problem with that because that's not just some dude. That's a guy that's worked in every bit of baseball, understands the backwards and forth, knows the owners and all that. I think that'd be great. What about you?
2: I, I think he'd be a magnificent hire. Magnificent!
0: Imagine the access you'd get, Cap, of the commissioner.
2: Isn't
3: there so much more credibility if you amazing, hire someone man. like Theo for your sport? Nobody who knew who Manfred was when he became commissioner. Everybody knows who Theo is that follows baseball. And he's a baseball guy. Rob Manfred's a numbers guy.
0: Manfred doesn't care about the sport. Not, not as much as he should. What did he Agreed. call
3: it? A piece of metal? Correct. Is that what he called the World Series trophy? That's
0: correct. See? Bad. That's such a bad fall off even from Bud Selig. That's such a bad fall-off. Whatever you think B- of Selig. Because was cared. a
2: baseball guy. Yeah, of, cares a good, about the sport. Good dude. Yeah.
0: yeah. That's such a fall-off to have that businessman in there. So it's just, I want someone who cares about the sport and the future for the sport. And I think Epstein's that guy. Him or the Kenny Williams. All right, Charlie. All right,
3: last one. A Bulls fan on Twitter appears to have started a GoFundMe. <laughs> That was good. To raise $50.5 million to buy out Nikola Vucevic's contract. Shot or no shot, we can get enough Bulls fans to donate $25 to get out of this thing.
0: Oh, for heaven's sakes. Like, okay. he's the problem. Vooch, he's not the problem. Donate any money to get him off the team, Charlie? That's what you're telling us, right? That's what this Twitter account's telling us. What? Vucevic isn't a problem. He doesn't <laughs> even make max money. I can give you 10 things. No, I can give you 15 things that's wrong with the Bulls, and I won't even get to Vucevic. Correct. Honest to God. Like that <laughs> seriously, I could give you a list of 15 things that's wrong with this organization. Vucevic well, is not even there. Arturus, one. Yes. Arturus, two. Yeah. Arturus, three. Eversley, four.
2: <laughs> Arturus, five. Eversley, six. Michael Reinsdorf, seven. Yep. Uh, let's see. Zach Levine, eight, nine, ten. Mm-hmm. Lack of perimeter shooting 11, 12, 13,
0: 14, 15. Yep, yep, that's right. Boots, <laughs> hey, <our> yeah, continuity, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, that's there's, there's so many other things that's wrong with this team, and the, the settlers, though, there, that's where we need to be. Hey, Mark, right there, that land <laughs> says Chicago, Chicago, Chicago. Chicago. That's it. That's where we're going to be. They we're actually
2: gone. say Chicago if you live there.
0: Ah, uh, those people. Anyway, here we yeah. are. We're going to settle there, set up our land, get the lantern out. That's what we're going to do, and we are going to take over the city. And, and do nothing. We're going to have our lo- our numbers and our our letters on our uniforms going to be red and black and white. People will be able to see us. And then fanatics will start making them and ruin them. <laughs> Why is our uniforms green and white now? We started off in red. <laughs> and we're going to sit here and we're going to sit. And we're going to eat and we're going to hunt and do nothing. Because we're the settlers. We're going to bring people in our tribe like Zach Levine, and Vucevich, Kobe White with the wild hair. Yes, sir. We're going to bring a businessman in, a good man like Billy Donovan. He's going to have 18 coaches on his bench. And we're going to have people from far and wide to come see us. We're going to perform, and we're going to sit and squat and do nothing. We're going to fart, and we're going to eat, and we're going to bring a mascot. His name's going to be Benny. we put him in a little bull uniform, and he's going to say, Olé, Olé, Olé a big old bag of popcorn. And we're going to sit there and we're going to do nothing, Mark. Can you imagine that? We're going to take it over. We're the settlers. We don't do anything. We sit and we stare and we watch the world go by. Cuz we're the settlers. Right here. Monday nights on the CW. <laughs> the best <laughs> around the nfl is right around the corner cap and jay hood right here on chicago's
1: home for sports
0: Ah-ah!
1: good morning glad you're along for the cap and jay hood experience we're here weekdays from 7 to 10 on chicago's home for sports espn Hello. chicago Come on, man. Nick Bull sucks. He sucks. I'm just a fan.
2: I'm not a football evaluator. I love the Green Bay Packers.
0: The guy is drunk, but there he goes. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. I want winners. He starts to
2: come and he pulls out. This is a really thickly built guy. I mean,
3: what's answer you looking for on these things here? Huh?
0: time to go around the National Football League here on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. But to remind you, we'll hear from Courtney Cronin, who covers the Bears like a blanket for ESPN. She'll join us coming up in our next segment at 835. Baseball conversation with Jesse Rogers at 918 from where pitchers and catchers have already reported. Ah, spring training. That's it, baby. Bring ah, it on. Just make us feel a little warmer, we'll hear from Jesse at 918. Around the NFL, here's Charlie Bevins. All right, boys. The
3: Ringer uh, wrote an article about the quarterback market and how frequently it's been reset lately. They listed five guys who could potentially reset the market this offseason, who, who, whose contract allows them to do such. They listed Trevor Lawrence, Dak Prescott, Jared Goff, Jordan Love, Tua Tungavailoa. Of those five, who are you most worried about give, about resetting the quarterback market with?
0: Okay, Tua. Go, give me the names
2: again. Tua? Tua, Jordan Love, Love. Jared Goff, Goff, Dak, and Trevor Lawrence. Hmm. Probably Dak. He led the league in Yards and passing touchdowns, throwing touchdowns, right? Yes.
0: How much more for mediocrity? I know that's the going rate. You can't fight that cap, but my God, I'm not even necessarily blaming him. I'm just saying that when he takes the field, I expect for the Dallas Cowboys to be fantastic in the regular season. But what happens in the playoffs? You ultimately play, play, you're you're really paying Dak Prescott for regular season play. You're paying him, actually, to be able to get through the playoffs. We just haven't seen that yet. When is that going to happen for him? When? Next year. Don't put a ticket on them again. I double, haven't yet. You're going to double? Not yet. No. You're not allowed. Last year, they put a hole in your pocket, that ticket. No. It's not happening. Sorry. How many times what? you had to touch the stove?
2: <laughs> I might have to burn my finger one more
0: time. Hi. They got a lot of talent. Okay, same same old song from last year. Second verse, same as the first. No Dan Quinn this year either. Come on, Cap. No, not again. If you, hey, if you miss out, God bless them, right? But don't keep spending good money after bad on the Dallas Cowboys. Could golf reset the market?
2: No. He'll get a great contract. I'm not saying that. but Reset
0: the market? No. Jordan Love? No, because this will be his first big deal. How much could he get? I'd do it. Well, I think Jordan, he's got one more year
2: at very small money for a quarterback. Mm-hmm. And then I think he gets $40 million a year. That's, that's,
0: I mean, I know that sounds crazy. He's not getting to 50 I don't think. Right. I think it's 40
2: If he
3: doesn't sign this offseason and he balls out this year, I think he might get to 50
2: Oh, if he balls out this year, that's a different story. I'm talking if they sign him this summer, which I think they'll they'll be smart to do. If they I, truly believe in him, they'll get it done this summer. Maybe
3: maybe I'm too traumatized by these Packers quarterbacks, but like I I'd hand him 43 million tomorrow.
0: Well, Charlie, let's do I this. Think they would. Let's do this. Let's do process of elimination. So I'm taking Tua out first. Correct. Correct. I'm taking Lawrence out. Correct. Now, why not golf? I mean, look at the Lions. Doors is open, isn't it? It is. Okay, they'll be. They might take a step back and wins, but they'll be in the playoffs next year. Agreed.
3: They and, love him there too. There's something. There is value to the fact that that city
2: loves him and that team loves him. Okay. I think he gets paid. I'm, I'm taking, just saying, reset the market. I was talking north of 50. I don't think he gets that.
0: I'm taking Dak out. Sorry. So now it's golf and love. I think it's Dak. Oh, I'm sticking my with Dak. Okay, I'm going Jared Goff. How about that? Jared Goff. If they're smart, they'll lock him up
2: this summer. Go, Jared, you had a good year. Yep. It's one year. But we're willing to commit to you now if you're willing to commit to us. 43 million.
0: I I mean, I I just I can't continue to pay that money to Dak Prescott for first round exits. I can't do it. Come on, man. So he cannot be tagged. I understand. That was
2: part of the last deal. No tag. So you're telling me you're not going to extend him. He has a great year for you. And he goes, See you later. And gives you the middle finger salute.
0: Yeah. How many years are you going to roll it back and keep losing? I mean, you like the success of getting into the playoffs. The lights are on how, at Jerry World. How are you replacing him? Just saying. I mean, you're Jerry Jones, this big Maverick is supposed to roll out in these big moves. Where's his big moves lately, Cap? Where's the big moves? Where's the big swings? He doesn't have any. The last big one was Ezekiel Elliott, and that was a disaster. He didn't have any. I mean, this is all bluster, as I've told you. This is more of a marketing scheme than an actual football team. The Dallas Cowboys.
3: Cowboys are running a Ponzi scheme.
0: Seriously. I told Jack, one of our producers, I said, that'd be a great class at Mizzou. You take the class, Dallas Cowboys. It's all marketing. That's all it is. Smoke and mirrors. Charlie.
3: Alright, uh, the Athletic wrote about potential 49ers defensive coordinator replacements after Kyle Shanahan kind of bust big-time bust toss Steve Wilkes by firing him after they lost in the Super Bowl. I don't recall Steve Wilkes saying he would like the ball to start <laughs> overtime, but that's a different point. Oh, the 49, Two of the candidates they listed, the brother Pete Carroll and Bill Belichick, who would you rather have for your defensive coordinator right now? These are two guys they mentioned. Carroll or Bill Belichick.
2: Who would I rather have as my D.C.? Wow.
0: The temperament of Belichick for today's players is better in the D.C. room than as a head coach. You want to know why he wasn't hired? Why they went with Radio Rahim uh, Morris instead of Belichick? It's because times have changed, man. The old gruff uh, head coach in the NFL. Let's look through it. There might be some tough guys, but none like Belichick. I think his time has passed pass Think about it. In the DC room, this is my unit. Alright, guys, this is what we're gonna do. I think that resonates more with a smaller unit than a whole football team. Now, nowadays. I do. Because otherwise, how is it he had one opportunity? One job? It's Bill Belichick. Whatever you think. One job? I think people do not like his temperament in the room.
2: They do not They love Pete Carroll. He's yeah. Players coach. Young at heart. Um, he was a good D.C. in his day. i take either one. I, I couldn't make a pick. I don't care.
3: It's interesting because if, if you are Kyle Shanahan, you are between the guy you played for years in Seattle and the guy you blew a 28-3 to lead to in the Super Bowl.
0: That's a rock and a hard place. All yep. I all I know is that I'd rather have Bill in that spot. I know he would not take it because he feels like he's still going to be a head coach today. He would not take a step back just to get back in the NFL if my choice I'd have Belichick All right, can you sneak in one more sir
3: yeah let's do it so the NFL films every time they uh, after every Super Bowl these clips keep kind of leaking out throughout the week following one of the recent ones was it was that big fumble the 49ers had George Kittle shoves George Karloftis and he goes hi George and then the George Karloftis grabs the fumble right from underneath his feet because George Kittle is just trying to be funny for the camera
0: which is cool. Bad luck. Which is well, yeah. Which is cool. Uh, this was uh, the around. This is what uh, uh, you describe. Film stuff. Yeah. <laughs> hey
3: George. George Kittle had a chance to get it. That's <laughs> such a great contrast hey, between. Hey George. George
2: Kittle had a chance. <laughs> Hi George. Pretty, it was funny too because <laughs> it was like a half a second before the ball was right there. Yes. And Carl Loftus got it.
0: <laughs> Hi George. Hey, George. <laughs> well, there you have it. Super funny. And that is around the NFL right here on Cap'n J. Hood. Coming up, the latest from the Bears. Bears make some moves. What else is happening at Howell's Hall?
2: We'll get the latest from someone who would know. Her name is Courtney Cronin. She's next. Here's today's headlines, headlines with and J. Hood. 8 a.m. hour brought to you by the Village of Bolingbrook. Elevate your business at B Brook. Com. Bears cut 2 longtime long-time veterans at safety, Eddie Jackson, center Cody Whitehair. That move gives them north of $68 million in cap space. Caitlin Clark, cool moment past Kelsey Plum to break the all-time NCAA women's scoring record. She dropped 49 against the Michigan Wolverines last night. 13 assists, 5 rebounds, and a 106. 89 victory. The basket that gave her the record, a logo shot from 40 feet. Conor Bedard returned from a broken jaw a week ahead of schedule last night. He did have an assist in a 4-1 loss to the Penguins. Sid, the kid, lit the lamp twice. MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred said he'll step down in 2029, confirming this term will be his last. He also is suggesting a free agency signing period for baseball's offseason. An NBA All-Star weekend is underway. Bulls head into the break ninth in the East at 26-29. You can catch all the NBA All-Star action right here. On ESPN, 1000 J. Moore. Welcome
1: back. Welcome, Welcome back. back to Captain Jay Hood on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Keep your beak out of this.
0: Courtney Cronin. National Chicago Bears reporter for ESPN. You have
1: to temper expectations if you are a Bears fan, just given everything that this team had to kind of undo.
0: Breaking down the Bears and the latest NFL storyline.
1: Pauls was given the flexibility and the freedom to take this thing down to the ground floor, down to the studs, to be able to build it back up.
0: Courtney Cronin with Captain J-Hood on
1: ESPN
0: 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Courtney Cronin is with us on the Captain and J Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. And Courtney's on the hotline. That'd be the Tire Auto Hotline, Johnny. Rattle, rattle, thunder, clatter,
2: boom, boom, boom. Don't worry, call the Car X man. Good morning, Courtney. How are you?
1: I'm great. How are you guys doing?
2: Awesome, awesome, awesome. So, you know, Hoodie and I laugh. We put on Get Up. It's on the monitors in here. And literally every 15 minutes, it's another segment on Justin Fields. Literally, they had one, should the commanders trade up for Caleb Williams? What's the best spot for Justin Fields? So, I ask you, other than Justin Fields versus Caleb Williams, Drake, May, etc., what is the biggest story in the offseason you are covering?
1: How about whether the team's going to sign Jalen Johnson to a long-term, lucrative extension? We heard he wants to reset the market, but... You know, starting the 20th of February up till I believe it's March 5th, teams can put the franchise tag on players. It, we haven't heard anything yet. Are we expecting that before the franchise tag deadline is up that they ultimately do 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 go that route? It's about 18.8 million dollars on a fully guaranteed one-year contract for a cornerback to be tagged or do they end up working out some sort of long-term deal considering the way that both sides have spoken about this? Um, I know that we're all quarterback centric as we should be. It's a team that has not been able to get the position right for the majority of its history, but there are other big things surrounding the bears like with their own guys uh, first and foremost. And, That's a pretty pressing one considering the timeline of things with the tag deadline and then free agency coming up shortly thereafter.
0: Uh, What are the Bears losing when you lose Whitehair and Eddie Jackson? We knew that these moves were inevitable, Courtney, but what what are the Bears losing with that leadership in the locker room?
1: Uh, You can't understate the leadership or overstate the leadership enough. Uh, Longest tenured guys on both of their respective sides of the ball, and I go back to week six when Cody Whitehair was benched during that Minnesota game because of a couple bad snaps, and we never saw him at center again. And that was the position he was supposed to be playing this year uh, until that Tevin Jenkins injury forced him to move back. He handled that like a pro. I mean, to effectively lose your job, and he started 11 games this year. It's the only time that he did not start all, uh, you know, all 17, all 16 games in a season in his career. The way that he handled that, and the way that he still showed up every day, was a viable backup option because we know they had injuries on the interior throughout other parts of the season where he had to fill in and to help guide along a relatively young room. They're going to miss that. Like he was a big part of the last two years. He could have been like he could have been a cap casualty last year if we're being honest about it, considering what his um, what his salary cap hit was in 2023, I believe second highest on the roster, but they needed him. They needed to have him help that group develop the way that it has. And, you know, to last two regimes from being a 2016 draft pick with Ryan Pace all the way through the first two years of this new group and this rebuild, that says a lot about a player and the stability that they bring. And, of course, on the other side of it, I mean, the numbers stand for themselves Uh, with Eddie Jackson, I think six defensive touchdowns, thats second or third most in franchise history the injuries were a problem the last couple of years and I hate it for him because he's one of the best dudes in the locker room. Um, all of the defensive guys rallied around him and, and he really stepped into that role as a leader when they traded Roquan Smith um, and Robert Quinn in 2022 and he flourished like that. So we're going to miss both of them from like the perspective of these were the guys that you would talk to in the locker room. If you had questions, they were the accountability people for you know their respective positions and I think this is just this is a tough part of the business, but the Bears decided to let them go now. And there are some hints there along the way. I know Eddie sent out a tweet the other day talking about new beginnings. But now you get a chance to go test the market a couple weeks before free agency and see where your next home might be, assuming that they both continue, want to continue playing after, um, after the 2023 season.
2: All right, now that we've talked about all of that other stuff, the big topic, obviously, is the quarterback position. So EQ Brown and Amon Ross St. Brown have a podcast. They had uh, DJ Moore on their, as their guest yesterday or two days ago on the podcast, and the topic of Darnell Mooney slash Justin Fields came up. Listen to this and give us your thoughts.
0: Uh, i got to ask you guys. Nice? Why don't you just own the ball? I wanna know so bad. He's like he's so cold to me, I'm like, you guys don't even use him. Bro, you're asking the wrong person then. What? You asking the wrong two people. Bro, you guys are in the room, like does he not we, say we, anything? We
2: all just do our jobs.
0: And then when you do throw it, it'd be it'd be so like he just misses him. I just feel so bad for him. Like he was open, he'd be open so many times. Just when he is, it's missed. But when, when we throw it to two, it'd be on point, like perfect. It's Same crazy. Point. Yes, it'd be perfect to you. Yeah. The would be wide open. Even like the Hail Mary versus the the Browns, I'm like, damn. Man, that's a heart. That's a heartbreaker play. I was like. I make Mooney.
2: He's going to get paid, though. He's cool. So that's... <laughs> wait a minute. Amon Ra talking about yeah. Darnell Mooney and how Justin can't hit him even when he's open or he doesn't throw it to him. DJ Moore at the Super Bowl said to somebody, he did a billion different interviews, that, look, I've been on record. I want Justin back. But if he's not, I'm cool. I'll still be happy. It seems to me like it's starting to turn where they're resigned to what's probably coming. You agree?
1: I think that players, And I mean, I remember when my story dropped in week 18 and a lot of, I had a lot of players, some who didn't want to go on record because what their, their support was so stringent and so strong towards Justin Fields. They didn't want to look like, you know, they were going to co- cause, it was going to cause issues within the team, within the locker room, whatever. Um, What are they going to do if Ryan Poles goes and has a team meeting and makes the very hard decision to trade Justin Fields and go take another another quarterback? They not going to play. That that roster spot's going to somebody. Cap, it's not. Guys can't do that. As much as you want to like posture and we love Justin or you know, kind of. I actually, when I was sick last week, I rewatched The Last Dance and I remember the scene where Michael's like, "If Phil's not here, I'm not playing." Okay. But, like, one, the, the .00001% of players can do that in any respective sport. No one on the Chicago Bears, if Justin Fields is not there next year, is going to, like, go on strike and not play. So <laughs> they're, they're going to they're gonna say the right thing. Justin is obviously beloved by, these te- by his teammates. I've never seen something like this for a quarterback who's in the bottom third in nearly every passing category this past year. Um, who has had moments of, of, of the flashes that you see, but not consistently being able to put it together? To have that sort of universal support, where you don't have people talking out both sides of their mouth uh, inside the team, like you have players who universally feel this way, that's rare. But that doesn't mean it doesn't mean that they're not going to play for another quarterback. And I thought what Amon Ross St. Brown said was kind of spot on because I've also thought of that, when you think about Darnell Mooney and what's next for him, if he's going to go to the Chiefs next year, as a free agent, or wherever, because there was a quote people need to listen back to from Ryan Poles at his season-ending press conference when he talked about the buckets for players, that they're the players who I'm paraphrasing here, kind of have to go look somewhere else first before they become an option for the Bears. Like, it's not the top-tier free agent that they want to retain. That's Mooney. And if he's in a different offense and he starts... Succeeding again and looking like twenty twenty one Mooney, are we going to look back at this and say, okay, it was the quarterback who you know was clearly locking in on one guy, on DJ Moore, and then on Cole Komet, but couldn't seem to put it all together with a wide receiver who a lot of times was open and it was either just dumb luck, the ball went somewhere else, or something was completely off between the chemistry with Fields' former number one receiver and himself. So those are all things that we'll we'll get to eventually evaluate depending on what Justin Fields' season looks like next year with new receivers, regardless of whether it's on the Bears or somewhere else, and the same thing with Mooney, wherever he is.
0: You know what, Courtney? It just goes to show you, when you're a good person, it goes a long way. We know the numbers, and we know what's happened with Justin Fields, but when you have players, ex-players and current players, say, hey, give Justin a chance, that all comes from just because Justin's not a bad person. I mean, we know the numbers and we know that the under, underachievement at the position, but I think that's probably part of it, isn't it? Like, they just know Justin's like, you know what? At some point, he's going to be a good quarterback. Give him a chance only because of his demeanor.
1: He's universally loved, and that's not to say that, you know, he's done anything extraordinary on the field, but, like, what he's done in the locker room to guide this team through a terrible stretch. I mean, he was told to play football with one hand tied behind his back last year and his roster stripped down as a stud. And he did it. And he didn't come his body in harm's way for the team. And that's obviously not always a great thing. You've got to be smart with that. But guys see that. And that's a player that guys are going to rally around. And I also think most players realize that the situation he came to in Chicago was completely unfavorable from the very start. And that he put up with it, that he, that he tried to do whatever he could. He succeeded through it. There was There's no question ever about his leadership and the impact he has on the team and who the face of this franchise currently as it stands is. That's been him through some really, really tough times. And anybody who's in and a part of that team knows that. And that's why you're going to continuously get the comments right now of, we want Justin Fields to stay. That coming from a lot of his teammates. And if he does get traded, it's going to be we wish you success, like unfettered success. Go, you know, take it to the moon somewhere else if that ends up, if he ends up not being the teammates with the majority of the guys currently on this roster.
2: All right. We'll continue with Courtney because I want to ask her the latest intel on what's going on at that position with the Chicago Bears. Courtney Cronin, the best. She continues with us. A cap of J Hood next. Right?
1: Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN1000Chicago. Cap and Jay hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago.
0: Courtney Crowley. Is with us here on the Cap and Jay hood Morning Show. One of the things I'm wondering, Cap and Courtney, about, like, who do the Bears look at to replace Eddie Jackson, the free agents or names that could be out there to replace him? Uh, the secondary, as we talked about, Courtney, is pretty solid. But that's uh, some big shoes to fill from a Jackson standpoint.
1: It is. And when we had Jordan Reed on the podcast yesterday, which, you know, shameless plug here. If, if you guys haven't listened to it, go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever. It was one of our best episodes because he not only gave us the Caleb Williams intel, but like went through Rounds two, rounds three, getting into round four when the Bears have two picks about how they can handle this position specifically because there's, there's, it's not a deep safety class this year. I know there's a kid from Georgia who is one of the bigger names. Of course, it escapes me now, but like that is, that is one way that they can handle that there if they don't decide to go about finding Jackson's replacement at, um, in free agency. I think the free agent market's probably the better. The better play when you think about their defensive priorities and what they can do in the draft, and we're prop they're probably going to tip their hand to what they're doing in the draft based on how they decide to spend in free agency. Because I mean, the, the strength of the class this year is wide receivers and offensive tackles. So if they want to go edge rusher, probably free agency. Safety, probably free agency.
2: Javon Bullard. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Courtney, here's what I wanted to ask you before the break. I keep seeing these tweets one was directed at me and sylvie and the rest of the chicago media at the cat man at waddle and sylvie and the rest of the chicago media how are you all going to be able to ever climb the mountain and re uh rebuild your relationship with justin when he doesn't get traded and you've all disrespected him so much and my response to that is I'm not disrespecting anybody. If they announce that Courtney Cronin starting at quarterback, I'm still going to be cheering my ass off for the Bears. I don't think you'd be the best choice at quarterback. I love you in the role that you have. My point is I have never seen Damn. such idiocy and divisiveness about a player in Chicago sports in my career. I've seen Derrick Rose get blasted for whatever reason. Jay Cutler was divisive. This one, through no fault of Justin's, has gone to an idiotic level. Kevin Warren said something nice. He's coming back. Stop. (laughs) Please, please stop.
1: No, I'm with you, and I know we've talked about this before, about just how polarizing a topic the quarterback is in Chicago. And I get it to a degree because fans saw a glimpse of what it could be in that if you hold out hope and you build it, A certain way that Justin can flourish, and they don't want to see him go to Atlanta, where they potentially play the Falcons three times in the next four seasons. Like they don't want to see him go succeed there when he could be here. It's a giant unknown. I will say this about the Kevin Warren comments that he made uh, to Jared Payton in that sit-down: Kevin Warren is a master public speaker. What do you think he's going to say when he's asked about Justin Fields? Like, do you think he Like, even if, even if he doesn't, if if he's, like, dead set on, from his perspective, you know, obviously he, and he has said this a lot, that he, you know, Ryan Poles makes the decisions for football operations. Kevin's a sounding board. They have a very good relationship in that respect. But even if Kevin's, like, no, number one overall pick, like, I really want that. I hope that's the direction the team goes. What's he going to do? go dunk on Justin Fields and say all of the bad things, say all the flaws within his game. No, because that that's idiotic and that lowers his trade value potentially. So I thought he played those comments the right way the other day when he, when he said that he left it very open ended and the bears haven't tipped their hands one way or another to what they're going to do at quarterback. We won't know that until we decide, until they decide what they're going to do with the number one overall pick or if they end up trading Justin Fields, whichever one comes first. And I, it's like to, to, to deal with the lunacy, like there's three things, like whether I've had a workout, whether I've been listening to too much Megan Stallion, or whether I just got a fresh set of nails. Like <laughs> if you come at me with right. stuff like that, like which is what happened yesterday after a very benign, kind of boring sports center hit, like you're going to get your head taken off because I just, I'm with you, Cap. I can't stand when people act like, this is the biggest deal of all deals that have ever been done, and that we're all haters, and that we all want Justin to fail. Like that's just not the case. And it's sports, people. Like if you want to get mad at a radio host for wearing a Caleb Williams jersey because he's having fun doing his job, go for it. That's I think there's bigger fish to fry in this world. Agree that Russia Russia just launched some sort of bo- like some sort of missile or something, right? Like I'm in my football box but I pay attention to a little bit of stuff out there. Like there's a shooting in Kansas city the other day at Super Bowl parade. Like let's focus on bigger things other than like this nasty discourse around a quarterback in the city of Chicago. I so promise well you said. people, it will, it will work out one way or the other because they have intelligent people who are highly educated making these decisions. I,
0: I know that you're for, awesome. Yeah, that's fine. But, um, two things, Courtney, one, You'll always be my quarterback. That's one. Thank you. Thank and, you so much. And, and and number two is that as I tell <laughs> my partner all the time, and I, I, I've told you this also, you just don't take the cheese. Don't take the cheese. It's not worth it.
1: I, not- I try not to, but again, if I have a fresh set of nails, I've just been listening to Megastallion, and I'm feeling it. Oh, you're you're going to get dunked on because you you can't come at somebody with un like stuff that's like. Not found it, just straight up BS, and not expected to get somebody to clap back at you. Like maybe other reporters won't do that. I have, you know, I have an ego, yes. so I'm going to do it every single time. Eleven out of ten times, if I'm in that mood. Love Thank it. you, Jay Moore. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, you know why? Because you're a savage. Thank you. <laughs> have a great
1: weekend. We love you. Bye, guys.
2: See ya. She's awesome. Courtney Cronin on the X Tired Auto Hotline. Take that. Rattle, rattle, thunder, clatter, boom, boom, boom. The Chicago
0: Bears. Detroit. Don't worry, call the X Man. Stop, Steve. Wow. He just slipped it in there. No one asked him to jump in. No. My God. Tune in. That'd be me. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Now Rick checking in. All right. How to survive a football-less Sunday. What are you going to do this weekend with no football? Let's talk about it in two minutes on and J. Hood.